This is Gabby on Flying Solo today. Thank you everybody for checking out the episode. Um, before we get into it, um, remember we do do community work. We do education. We give out pamphlets. We give out food. If you would like to contribute to the work we are doing there, you can do so. Um, the link will be in the description. Um, sorry coming to you. Well, I'm coming to you a little bit late. Last weekend, I was out of town, and KT is working right now. But I did want us to get this last part of Principles of Anarchism out of the way. And then we can get back to our regular programming next Monday to y'all. So, uh, that's pretty much it for housekeeping. So, actually, on Twitter, there's been discussion. I know if you're on there, you've seen it about... Uh, some of these white anarchists being asked about, you know, what, what will be done with the medicine? How will y'all take care of medicine in an anarchist society? And somebody pretty much saying like, yeah, that's boring to me. So I don't want to have to deal with that. Yada, yada, yada. But we're going to get into that after we finish these, uh, last three paragraphs. Cause I feel like it ties into, uh, what we've been discussing this entire time. And, uh, also the difference in, in white and black anarchists um not all because kt's pretty cool but there's there's definitely a difference between how majority of the colonizers view anarchism uh versus uh oppressed groups all right so free from the systems that made him wretched before he is not likely to make himself more wretched for the lack of them much more is contained in the thought that condition make man what he is and not the laws and penalties made for his guidance than is supposed by careless observation. We have laws, jails, courts, armies, guns, and armories enough to make saints of us all. If they were the true preventatives of crime, but we know they do not prevent crime, that wickedness and depravity exist in spite of them, nay, increase as the struggle between classes grow fiercer, Wealth greater and more powerful, and poverty more gaunt and desperate. To the governing class, the anarchists say, Gentlemen, we ask no privilege. We propose no restriction, nor, on the other hand, will we permit it. We have no new shackles to propose. We seek emancipation from shackles. We ask no legislative sanction for cooperation. Ask only for a free field and no favors. Neither will we permit their interference. It asserts that in freedom of the social unit lies the freedom of the social state. It asserts that in freedom to possess and utilize soil lies social happiness and progress and death of rent. It asserts that order can only exist where liberty prevails and that progress leads and never follows orders. It asserts finally that this emancipation will inaugurate liberty, equality, fraternity that the existing industrial systems have outgrown its usefulness, if it has ever had any, is, I believe, admitted by all who have given serious thought to this phase of social conditions. The manifestations of discontent now looming upon every side show that society is conducted on wrong principles and that something has got to be done soon or the wage clash will sink into a slavery worse than was the feudal serf. I say to the wage class, think clearly and act quickly, or you are lost. Strike not for a few cents more an hour, because the price of living will be raised faster still, but strike for all you earn. Be content with nothing less. 
All right. And that is the end of it. All right. So let's go back to what uh, she was talking about in that first paragraph. So mainly she was talking about the fact that, <laughs> I mean, we have all these systems now. We have these governments. We have these. Something we were talking about. We have the military. We have the police. And stuff is bad. And it's not bad because of the lack of authority. Just like with the police. Things are not bad because we have less police. Why are things bad? Why are, why are people stealing? Why are people killing? Because of the material conditions. Because people do not have money. Because people have no hope. Because people are in cycles of poverty. Because people do not have treatment for mental health issues. Because people are dealing with sexual and mental abuse and do not have the resources to get out of those situations. Like, there, there are things. You enforcing another authority figure over those things it's not going to make it go away just like with the children it always goes back to the children if a child is bullying another child or a child is cutting up or a child is being disrespectful or a child is tearing stuff up what is you coming over there more domineering beating the child yelling at the child degrading the child how is that going to make the situation of both parties any better now, it may stop that child from from uh, exerting abuse on that one person. But that does not mean that they will not try to hurt somebody else or try to hurt themselves. You're not dealing with the issue, and that's what, what, what she's trying to say, even with these structures. And what makes you think that if some of these structures are the things that are upholding the oppression, upholding the inequalities, that if these structures are gone, then things are just going to get worse? Why would they get worse? And for whom would they get worse? Hmm. If anything, I feel like getting worse for the rich. Because literally, as I said last time, the only thing that is keeping them people protected right now, when these dire times, when people have no food, people are getting evicted left and right, is the police. Then the last part she was just talking about, like, shoot, we don't want to oppress nobody. We want freedom. We want freedom to be able to live godly. You want freedom to be able to partake in life. And that should be something that everybody should want. Um, and also, uh, she was saying, like, don't just strike for the few cents. Like, let's strike for a, <laughs> a better life in general. And and that's something we need to think about and, and to remember. Like, with these reforms and stuff like that, they want us to strike for 15. 15, 15 is gone now. So that's what happens when you strike for numbers. That's what happens when you listen to reformists. Like, if I remember, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but when I was in college, Occupy Wall Street, that was going on. And around that same time, that's when that Fight for 15 came out. And I feel like, I ain't did my research, if I'm wrong, correct me. I feel like that came out as a response to people saying, like, when these corporations are getting all these profits, we're struggling. People were starting to look more into, okay, others systems of government maybe socialism maybe whatever and people were like well just 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 advocate for better pay and that 15 became the standard and now 15 ain't even nothing so instead of us saying let's fight for a better system that is equal regardless where we don't have to pick a number it's like well no let's just let's just let's just work on the minimum wage and it's like no because you never gonna get where you need to be because they're gonna always move the goalposts you fight for 15, then you're going to need 20. You fight for 20, then you're going to need 50. So, yeah. Um, definitely enjoyed this text. Um, Lucy Parsons, definitely a gift. Um, 
We hope you've enjoyed it as well. You know, it's been kind of lengthy, but, you know, we want to, in all of our getting, get some understanding. And we want to, you know, start at some of the, the great thinkers and, and what they thought and, and build upon that. All right, guys. So, if you've been on Twitter, there's been a lot of discussion about supply chains because, you know, that's kind of what we're dealing with now. Um, supply chain issues. That's why things are so high gas and all this other stuff. And so, I don't even know how it started, but somebody asked an anarchist, a white anarchist, like, what would you do about medication? How would, how would y'all, how would that work in an anarchist society? And as I said, the anarchist person was like, ew, that's boring. I don't want to have to deal with that, yada, yada, yada. And it, it, it created this big uproar. Now, actually, a couple months ago, uh, KT actually proposed this question on Twitter and was like, you know, I need my psychotic, not psychotic, my uh, meds for my mental health. I don't know what she's taking. And I need mine for my ADHD and stuff. So we were like, okay, so what would happen during the revolution? How would we get medicine? And we weren't even speaking like from speaking to anarchists or anybody. We were just speaking to anybody that's calling, causing for a revolution what would the uh, disabled, what would the people who need medication, how would they survive? And honestly, we didn't have the answer. We still don't really have the answer uh, right now. But it was something to think about. And it, it was something to think about everyone who who's always proposing revolution, 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 revolution without ever going through the steps of what is that going to look like materially or even coming thinking about it, even letting their mind dwell in that place. So definitely, even though we uh, identify as anarchists, uh, anarcho-communists, whatever, this is also something that is important, obviously, to us, even if we weren't on any type of stuff, because we don't want to recreate the same doggone structures of oppression in anarchism as we're pushing for liberty. We still want our society to be accessible for all. What sense does it make saying we're for liberty, we're for equality, and then people who need extra help, who, who, who need medication to survive, can't get that medication. And, you know, honestly, I, I definitely don't have all the answers to this. I'm not going to act like I am. You know, I'm still learning, obviously. But just from what I'm reading and what I'm seeing, anarchism doesn't mean that people are just by themselves. Like, am, am I wrong? That doesn't mean, like, I'm just living. I mean, it can. doesn't mean I'm just living by myself, making a fire, making some clothes, and just chilling out. Like, there's still communities. There's still, as Lucy Parson was talking about, there's still some type of organization. The thing is non-hierarchical. Like, why do, do you need a hierarchy to make medicine? Do you need a hierarchy to uh, educate people? Do you need a hierarchy to distribute things? Like, I don't understand. Maybe people who are on that side and that are trying to form the debate can explain exactly what they're trying to say. Like, are you saying you need a government to distribute medication i do need a government to like what exactly are you saying that you need a government to do that cannot be done just by the peoples 
Like, even if we're talking about educating, the education of people on, on chemistry and medicine and stuff like that, what exactly, I don't know, somebody explain that part to me, because there's something I'm not understanding, but I definitely do see where some of the criticism is coming from by some people just highlighting the fact that some of these white uh, anarchists are just hyper individualistic and like have repackaged capitalist ideas for that. Because when I read Lucy Parsons and when I read black anarchists, I don't feel them just saying me, 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 I, 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 I. It's we need freedom. We need our own power. We need to not be subjected to a government power. Not I'm finna do for myself and screw everybody else. Like, I feel like that that's kind of been distorted. I don't know if that's maybe what the white folks had already in mind. I'm not sure I ain't read too many of the white folks. But, uh, yeah, y'all let me know about that. Um, also, there's been this discussion about uh, libraries. <laughs> uh, so some anarchists were saying, like, uh, it's easy to get free books. Just go to the library, take the barcode off, and take it home with you um now as far as the i i was confused as to what it was if they were talking about like the college libraries or like the public libraries like where like the city libraries because if we're talking about the city library like they don't make sense to me because you can anybody can just you can go in the book and get you can go and get the book and in memphis we don't have um we don't have fees anymore. So you can live like keep the book almost indefinitely. And I don't really see the point in that really. I did see folks were talking about these college universities. And in that case, uh, 100%, I don't see anything wrong with um, taking any of that stuff. I'm sorry. Maybe if people disagree. It is what it is. Um, universities. <laughs> are built, I mean, this whole country, I mean, we get into nitty-gritty, but these universities are built on gentrification, they gentrifying our neighborhoods, they stealing our work anyway, they stealing our art, and putting them in their little uh, school museums and all this other stuff. If you want to do what you got to do, if you feel like you get sticky fingers up in a university uh, library, if you feel like you get uh, sticky fingers in a university, period, I am not the one to tell you not to do that. I'm sorry. Um, as far as public libraries, though, you know, I really don't. I really don't feel. I don't have any negative thoughts towards regular public libraries. Um, they are one of the few things that is not totally devilish about America. They do, for the most part. Of course, we can get into the ins and odds. They do have some type of equity in the way that they treat people. They do allow anybody to come in. You don't have to pay. Uh, you don't have to pay for a library card. You don't have to pay to sit in there. You don't have to pay to get a book. Um, and it's pretty much accessible for most people. They have resources. They have all types of things. So as far as public libraries, I don't really see them as. Um, and evil, I think that can actually be replicated and, and be better in a, in a future society. So in that case, yeah, I don't, I don't see why that should be our main goal. I do agree with other people that 
I mean, if you're going to put that energy into it, you might as well go into a corporation uh, and go to Barnes & Nobles and get all those books since they are making money off of that or places like that. Um, But, yeah, I don't really see why that is even a big... I don't know. I feel like it was a slow news day for people, so they just needed something to fight about. Honestly, guys, let me be real. Unless we're talking about, like... You know, people just being terrible people, people being racist, homophobic, xenophobic, ableist, fatphobic, or whatever to others. All these little nitpickings and stuff, it is literally a waste of time. It is a waste of time talking about hypotheticals of things that ain't even finna affect nobody. Like, this time, this is what's, what's gotten me. It's more The more I've gotten into, like, the community and helping people... The more I'm just like, why? I have to I have to refocus myself. And and I, I encourage other people to as well. What is the goal? The goal is to help people. We fighting and, and arguing over stealing a library book. Which all of us has done probably once in our life. This time could have been going into helping the community. This time and effort could have been going into raising funds to give it to somebody who's finna be evicted right now. Like, our priorities, I can tell who really, who's really about it, about it, and who just about it for the internet. Because if this is all you do, you stay online all day just to fight with people about not even real stuff, not even something that's happening right now, not even you defending something that's going on, or people right now, you, you're finding about hypotheticals that have not even happened, that probably aren't going to happen, um, the destruction of public, uh, libraries, like, I feel like you're LARPing, and, uh, that's all I got to say about that, um, so guys, what do you think about, uh, this whole discussion about, uh, medications, and this library thing, now the medication discussion, that is not, that's not frivolous. Like, that's something that we actually should be thinking about now. Because even now in this capitalist society, supposedly with this great government, uh, we have people that can't get medication. Um, I do personally think that we need to invest, whether it's money, time, whatever, in us learning more about chemistry and about medicine and about all these other things. Because this is necessary things. Like, yes, we need to learn about growing food, making clothes, building houses, but something that always gets left out is that medicine stuff. So I think that should be a a goal for us definitely in the future, just getting that education out there and learning and and figuring out how can we get these, these resources, how can we get these chemicals, how can we get these products so that... Even if we're not even talking about revolution comes, even if today something happens and you're not able or somebody, your community members aren't able to get certain medications, is there a way that you possibly can get them the medications from somewhere? So, yeah. Um, all right, guys, again, tell me what y'all thought about that. Tell me what y'all think about this whole uh, principles of anarchism text uh, that we read for the past uh, month and a half. Um, and yeah, so don't forget, uh, we do do community work in our community. We pass out books and signs, we pass out food, 
Um, like I said, we're probably running on our last couple hundred of dollars. I think we had like 200 left. And, you know, with the supply chain, food is very hard to come by. Uh, usually 300 could fill up the entire pantry, but now it's like it halfway fills it up. So if you would like to contribute to that, you can. Thank you uh, to the guy who sent us $50 uh, last week. We greatly appreciate it. Link will be in the bio. Uh, if you want to hit us up, you can do so at Building Our PWR. You want to hit me up, you hit me up at Gabby's Music. Hit Katie up at Katie underscore does art. Um, all right, guys. This has been Gabby, and we are building our power, and we're out. <laughs>